my third episode with Mr. Dubay. Uh, introduce yourself. Oh, hey, Matt. This is uh, Rob Dubay, Mr. Dubay, uh, for those uh, here at school. But uh, this is my fourth full year as teacher here at Dexter, uh, seventh year overall in the district. I have been teaching, oh boy, this is year 13 now, so I've been in the game for a while. Um, I also coach football here at the school. I coach middle school track and uh, stay busy uh, year-round in, in helping out uh, in various activities and clubs. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit about myself, and uh, excited to do the interview. All right. Uh, we'll start off with the first basic question. Why did you become a teacher? Great question. Uh, so I I grew up in Pinckney. I uh, was a Pinckney grad 2006. Uh, I had a couple teachers there that were very influential in what I wanted to be, and I think right from probably my junior year in high school, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on being a teacher. Uh, I had a really good psychology teacher and a really good creative writing teacher that I thought were outstanding in what they did. They were uh, really good at, at connecting with students, allowing students to be themselves, allowing students to express themselves. Um, whether it be through projects, through writing, through um, videos. Like, there were a lot of cool things that we could do, and I just thought to myself, like, this is what I want to do. So um, their influence and impact on me uh, has carried over, and it's, it's, you know, it's something that I think about a lot uh, with, with looking at their influence and, and how much of an impact they had on me. Um, I would say that... Uh, there were a lot of other teachers that also contributed, but those two stood out to me as, as being the two that really kind of molded me into who I am today. So when I when I try to have my classes, I try to allow my students to, to be um, themselves and to express themselves and to, to work in a manner where they're able to have a creative environment. So that was always something that I appreciated from them. And, uh, yeah, applied to one college. It was Eastern. Eastern used to be a, t a teaching factory, and uh, that, was, that was where I went and graduated from there in 2011. So uh, the rest is history, but it was there when I was in high school that I got the, the influence to become a teacher. Perfect. Um, why did you become a social studies teacher? Oh, good one. Uh, so I <coughs> there's a lot of different options. I think I could have gone into science if I really pursued it, mm. especially like earth science, geology. Um, Writing in, in English, uh, I think it, it was another option avenue. But for me, I was looked at the social studies perspective. I looked at history, economics. I looked at geography and, and government. And you looked at how important it is to look at these social interactions, whether it is through history, whether it is through forms of government, or how we use our money. All these kind of things I felt were important because I think a lot of it can still be applied to the real world. So I thought that that avenue was probably the best option for me. And a lot of the teachers that I had in social studies were ones that had an impact. And I would say a college professor of mine, actually, was somebody that really kind of was the selling point to say, okay, it's going to be history, it's going to be social studies instead of English or writing, which I love. But at the same time, like, uh, they were influential in how I wanted to um, approach teaching. So I had a really good college professor I probably took like eight different classes of his. Uh, he's a Civil War teacher, he's a Civil War like historian, and he was very in depth with his knowledge and just it was it was cool to see how he interacted with his uh, college students. And I thought that after going through a couple of his classes, I was like, okay, social studies is going to be the one area I focus on. So when I hit my junior senior year in college, started taking the educational courses and classes, and I was like, all right, 
Soul Studies is going to be the one I'm going to settle on, and it's been it's been awesome. So I've really, I think uh, I thank him for that, and that was kind of my timeline as becoming a Soul Studies teacher. Um, our next question is, um, if you weren't a teacher, what would you want to be? Great question, and I love the fact that we're using microphones here. So I um, would definitely have been a sports broadcaster. Okay. So I got into uh, some broadcasting on a volunteer basis after I – actually, was when I, when I was in high school over in Pinckney, we had a um, local access sports television network that we had that was student-based. So you could actually uh, – we would go and broadcast games – and then when I got into college, I stayed at home, so I just commuted, and I would still go back to the high school, and I would I did that for 10 years mm-hmm. where I broadcast basketball, football, hockey, all these different kind of games. So I think if, if I looked at a different career path, I would love to get into sports broadcasting. I think that was always something that was cool to me. Um, I, lo- I have a, a deep love for, for sports, and um, I think that, I don't know, I, I, my voice is is, is – deep enough I think where it's like okay that that might be a voice that could be used uh in radio so I always thought about that as an option but yeah that was always the number two backup plan but uh I'm glad I stuck with teaching but I always I always think about what it would like to be a sports broadcaster I was surprised because you seemed very natural immediately so I was like okay this makes sense so oh yeah, yeah. no love being on the microphone it's uh it's always a, a cool feeling um, so then we'll just get into some rapid fire basic questions. Sure. Just, um, favorite sports team? Oh, Detroit Lions. Okay. <laughs> For better or worse, I mean they. That's like my whole life. Like, you know, you you root for them, win, lose, or draw, yeah. and uh, it's been tough. But at the same time, like I would never abandon them and go for a different yeah. team. Like I think that there's there's a, a certain quality to being loyal, and hopefully one day it'll pay off. <laughs> we'll see though. But definitely the Lions. Yeah. Um, if you could uh, coach another sport other than football, what would it be? Um, so other than football, again, I, I work a little bit with middle school track and field, but oh, okay. I would say so my first sport that I ever played that I really got into was baseball. So like baseball, I'm, I feel like an old timer. You know, I'm, I'm 34, but I'm one of those guys that loves baseball statistics and, and going to a ball game and looking at all the intricacies of baseball. So baseball, I think if, if there was another game I could coach just because I, I have – a huge knowledge of the game on, on how that game operates. I think baseball would be easily the next choice. All right. Um, favorite movie? Oh, great question. Oh, man. This one is always up for debate. So let the record show that I'm, I'm huge into movies. Like, I probably go see maybe 20, 30 movies a year, uh, go to the theater, old school style, pay for the show, yeah. like, probably going to see a show this weekend. Like, I – actually ran a, a movie review blog with my buddy for a while we would go see movies and we did it for like two years and um we had a lot of really good written articles and stuff like that in movies and, and for me uh the best movie i think it, it really comes down to um just just like a, a movie that's creative that's outside of the box so for me like i'm a big christopher nolan fan so i think his movie inception mm-hmm just because it was completely original, like really cool, like not only an action thriller, but also very psychological. You're thinking about a lot of different things and morality and all these kind of things that kind of folded into it. So when that movie came out, like that was my movie. That was like the movie I I really enjoyed just because of how unique it was. So I always try to look for movies that are like that because nowadays, again, it's tough to to do that with Hollywood because a lot of it's 
all the same stuff. It's a sequel. It's a it's a um, a remake. Like you look for those creative movies, and I think that was always the movies I looked at the most. So recently that would be Inception, but man, I could go on this for a long time because yeah. there's a lot of really solid movies out there. But that would probably be my my favorite and or best movie I've seen. Do you have like a just a quick top five or? Would that oh my gosh. Um, so let's see here. So top five movies. I don't know in any particular order. Inception probably still holds the number one spot, but I'm really big into, uh, let's say, like, you, know, I, you could throw Shawshank Redemption in there. Um, you could throw in um, a movie called City of God, which is a foreign film that a lot of people don't realize. Um, that's a great movie. It's about um, a lot of violence and, and hardship in Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro, so that's a really good movie. Um, let's see. We have two more here. Uh, man, oh, man, I am perplexed as where I want to go with this um, as far as like oh okay so I'm a big fan of Scorsese I would say Goodfellas is probably up there and then if I could look oh and then another movie that's really not looked at very often but it's another more artistic film um, is a movie called There Will Be Blood that came out with Paul Thomas Anderson uh, Daniel Day-Lewis probably one of the better acting sequences or roles of all time okay. came out in 2007 really good film so that's that's a quick top five all right yeah I, mean, I know you could talk for hours so i'm not gonna push any further with that one um favorite tv show oh uh great show uh, great question so i had it i had it in my mind for a while that my top show of all time was a show called the wire which mm -hmm. came out in the early 2000s on hbo talks about um the relationship between the criminal element and the police in the city of Baltimore. And I still think it's the best show, uh, hands down. Um, but a close contender for that recently was uh, Better Call Saul. So, I love you. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. That, that, sh that show I was completely um, engrossed in. I loved it. It was, it was a show that um, did everything right from a writing perspective, from a storytelling perspective. And, like, considering it was a prequel to Breaking, a Breaking yeah. Bad, which is also one of the top shows of all time, like, mm -hmm. It just the way it ended, I thought was really solid. So that would be a, like a like a one A for me. But I think The Wire still holds the top spot. Um, which, if you haven't seen it, it's a really good show. Gotta give it a couple episodes because it takes a little while to get going. But it's it's really really good. All right. Um, favorite sport to play? Oh, uh, good question. So favorite f sport to play? Um, I wish I was more active playing like you know softball leagues, rec basketball leagues. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would think my favorite sport to play is, is probably football. Like just, you know, pick up a football, throw it around the backyard kind of deal. I, that was my main sport I played. So I would say that football is probably the, the one that's still the funnest to play. All right. Um, favorite band or artist? Oh, good question. Um, so uh, with music, like I always tell my students at the beginning of the year, pretty much anything but country music. Yeah. Like I'll listen to anything. Uh, there's a lot of really good bands out there. I, I always kind of go back and forth on this because there's a lot of really good just genres of music and, mm -hmm. and bands um, but I I would say from a creative standpoint and just kind of changing the, the rock game you look at Nirvana in the early 90s Kurt Cobain the grunge scene and, the, and those kind of bands that came out Nirvana I, I don't know it, it, it's one of those bands that I think can still you look you listen to it you go man this is really really good stuff so I'm big Nirvana fan I would say they're probably the band I'll still listen to all their songs and um, but there's so many bands and so many good artists out there you know male female but it's just it's amazing um, what's out there 
and that's another topic that I could take <laughs> a long time on. But uh, yeah, for for now, I would say probably Nirvana is probably my overall favorite band. All right, uh, favorite food? Oh, pizza without a doubt. <laughs> Any kind of pizza. Um, but I'm pretty I'm pretty picky. Like I'll just do like very simple stuff, like a, either cheese pizza or uh, pepperoni and pineapple is like my combination. But pizza and breadsticks on like a Friday night, like yeah. a movie night, that's the best combo. So you're not like an all pizza is good pizza guy though. Um, or yeah, I, it's one of those deals where, like, if you throw a ton of stuff on it, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. So I, I try to keep it minimal. But a lot of people like to throw things on there or really experiment. Uh, and then I get criticism for liking pineapples. So it's like uh, I, I like pineapples. <laughs> yeah. So. so that's uh, yeah. And again, most most places have really good pizza. So I try to bounce around and go to different uh, pizza res- pizzerias or restaurants. Um, favorite car. Okay, so I'm not a car guy. Yeah. Uh, I could care less. Um, you know, as long as it gets me from point A to point B. Uh, my favorite car. That's a good question. I, I, I would say, you know, maybe like a, like an old school like Ford Mustang. Okay. Might be something simple, but like that that kind of vehicle. Like my f- my family's a Ford family, so like mm-hmm. it was always one thing that. I could look at and go, oh, that's a pretty cool car, but at the same time, like, not really care that much. Yeah. So I would say like a Ford Mustang, maybe, you know, going back to the 60s or 70s with that. All right. Um, and then favorite place. Favorite place. Good question. Um, so I, I, my hope is to travel more. I have a lot of big spots on my destination list. Um, but the coolest place I would say that I've ever been to uh, it's Ireland. So oh. I was able to go there for my 30th birthday four years ago. And I was only there for a couple of days. Spent most of the time in Dublin. Went out to the Cliffs of Moher. Like, it's just a, a really, it's like you go back in time. Mm. Like, that's how you kind of, there's castles that are still there. It's, yeah. it's just, it's very green. It's very friendly. The people are, are very friendly and generous. And, and you know, it, it was a cool experience. So I would say you get a chance to travel Ireland. That's That's on the the must go to list where where's what's the next place you want to go to so great question so i am big into japanese culture i studied japanese for a little bit when i was in elementary school and i would say japan um, from a historical perspective from a social perspective i've always wanted to go to japan i'm hoping to go there hoping to save up and and go on a trip but i would love to go to tokyo and go to some of the historic sites in japan and uh hoping to do that the next five years that's the five-year plan to try to go to japan all right, and I think that concludes our interview. Thank you for that. All right, you're welcome, Matt. Thank you, and uh, all right, it was a pleasure. It was a lot of fun, yeah. and, and uh, you know, if you need any more interviews, I'm always gonna be around for that. All right, keep that in mind. Uh, any questions or people you want to see interviewed, just uh, email the squall or uh, Matthew Doty at DexterSchools.org. Thank you. <laughs>